Will you please pray with me? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations on all of our hearts be worthy in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. When I lived at home later on in my college years, I used to have a routine. I would get up at 7 a.m. and go into the kitchen to get coffee. This was like clockwork every day. My parents could count on me to be in the kitchen at 7 a.m. Now the problem was is that my parents always got up before me. They'd be sitting in the kitchen, talking to one another about the news or their daily plans, and would happily greet me as I stumbled in, dead to the world. Now, I know none of you have seen me without my morning coffee, because I wouldn't allow that. But as you can probably imagine, I'm not the bright-eyed young man that is before you now when I first get up in the morning. I'm a grumbling mess, barely able to make a coherent sentence or pay attention, hissing at the morning sunlight that comes in through the windows. That is, until that first sip of coffee. Then, finally, as if magic, I am able to concentrate. I'm almost positive that there are others out there like me in this congregation, those who need that morning boost of energy to really wake up. Maybe you don't rely on the addictive substances filtered out of coffee beans to get up in the morning, but most people have some sort of routine that they go through. Have you ever gone a day without that routine? Maybe you slept in too long, got up too early, were too rushed to do your daily routine. It doesn't feel right, does it? Not just because you failed to do the familiar, but because there was meaning invested in that routine, whether it was implicit meaning or meaning that you had given to the activity. Let's be honest. Coffee is gross. It tastes shockingly like dirt. It's bitter, but there's also an idea behind coffee. Enjoying it and savoring the warmth of it after waking up prepared to start a new day filled with new possibilities. Or it's a time to relax and enjoy a simple, quiet moment. Drinking coffee in the morning isn't just for the coffee's sake. There's something behind the ritual. That's what a ritual is, really. Something that we do often that has extra meaning to it. Baptism 
used to simply mean getting washed in the river. Communion was just a simple meal with bread. Jesus, through his words and his actions, put meaning into these common things. They became rituals because they had meaning behind them. Baptism isn't just washing. It's the cleansing of sins and reminding us that God has declared us as God's own. Communion isn't just a meal. It's a reminder of Jesus' sacrifice for us, shown through the breaking of the bread. Though these rituals have changed over the centuries, we, we sprinkle water instead of dunking people into a river, and we only eat little bits of bread instead of having a whole meal. But the meaning behind the ritual is still the same. The purpose still exists. Nowadays, in this global pandemic, we have the opposite problem. For most of us, work is closed down, social circles are cut off, and even families are split apart. Each day can feel like waiting for something to happen, for normal to finally return. Each day it becomes easier and easier to ignore the things we need to do or should do because the future is so unclear. Will we be this way for another week, another month, more? No one is really positive to give a precise number. So what used to be routines that gave us meaning suddenly disappear, like toilet paper at a supermarket. Now we have a new conundrum. Whether we can live our lives waiting for meaning to return, or we can find purpose in our own rituals again, despite the lack of normal. In our reading for today from 1 Corinthians, Paul is... <coughs> That's going to look great. In our reading for today from 1 Corinthians, Paul is writing a letter to the people of Corinth about the ritual of communion, reminding them of how to take communion and how the feast is supposed to bring them together. You see, it is speculated that in Corinth, the wealthier members of the church had been creating a division amongst economic classes of Christians. The wealthy and those who supported them would eat their fill at the Lord's Supper and get drunk on the wine, whereas the poorer members would go hungry. Paul writes to them to remind them of the tradition of the Lord's Supper passed down to them. He says, do you not have homes to eat and drink in? He's reminding the wealthier people in the church that the meal 
is not, is not just a meal of fellowship. It's a sacred ritual that takes on a greater meaning than simply eating. The church of Corinth had lost the purpose behind the ritual of communion. So Paul reminds them of the words they say during communion. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. We too need to rediscover the purpose behind the rituals in our lives. Not because we are divided by class, like in Corinth, but because the things that normally gave us meaning have vanished. During this time, we need to reconsider why we do what we do and what purpose we put behind our daily rituals. When we get up in the morning, what are we getting up for? Is it just waiting for normal? Just to get through it? We all have moments like that. Wouldn't it be better to have a daily driving motivation? Later on in 1 Corinthians, Paul says, let everything you do be done in love. Can you imagine that? Getting up each day for the sake of showing love? Just imagine what kind of world we would be living in if everyone got up each day for love. Now you might hear me and think, that frankly sounds exhausting, Tyler. Doing everything out of love leaves no time for yourself, and I'm not asking you to give every part of you. Rituals are habits with a greater purpose behind them. What if we got up each day for love? If we used our walks to appreciate God's beautiful creation? If we took our time instead of watching TV to do something to show our neighbors care and respect. We wouldn't be waiting for normal to return. We would create our own normal, starting right now. It all starts with a conscious effort to make God, your neighbor, others, or even care for yourself the motivation behind each thing that you do. Purpose will make the difference in this time of lost meaning. Just enough to get us going through each day. After this, we will do one of the most ancient rituals, communion. A meal can take on aspects of the holy, what more can we add meaning to? That is our choice. We can continue going through life, waiting for society to bring us meaning, like a morning before coffee, or 
we can make new rituals, ones filled with love, focused on God and our neighbor, and make our own purpose for each day. Amen.